welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode number 37 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, entitled You and Me and All Our Friends. Uh, We're going to do a recap episode today. Erica and I are back in the saddle, uh, as healthy as as can be right right. now, Um, and do a recap episode of our experience down in Cancun, Mexico with the Dave and Tim weekend. That's hard to believe that was two weekends ago already. Right, the 2024 edition. 2024, Dave and Tim, Mexico. That was last month. We're now in March. I know. February. It went by too fast. It whizzed by. Um, This year more than past years, I I felt like it was a whirlwind. I think so. Um, I've been trying to reflect back and think about favorite moments, and mm -hmm. I'm kind of dizzy, honestly. Like, it's really (laughs) hard to uh, pinpoint exactly where or why or how it just flew by in an absolute blink. Yes, I would agree to that. We're two weeks out now from the third show, and it feels like it was last night. I I know, I know. We had such a wonderful time. Uh, I mean, obviously, as the title says, you and me and all our friends, we had just the best time with our our bestest peoples. Yeah, it's a really... You know, overall, the experience we've talked about on the podcast before, it's it's an amazing weekend. If you're able to uh, make it happen, I would highly encourage it, whether you're, you know, a Dave and Tim fan and that's your thing. Or maybe you're a a Grateful Dead fan and like Dead and Company or or the Dead do a similar weekend. Or maybe you're a Fish fan. Fish did right after Dave. Any any of those bands that you're really into uh, that you can get to a place where there's a multi-day concert with the fan base. It's mm-hmm. just incredible. The relationships you make, the friends you, you make, um, the overall atmosphere, the music, everything about yeah. it. It's just a really unique experience. Makes me sad talking about it, but in a good way, like we had such a great, it's, I was talking to, um, my, our friend Steph and, uh, she was like, I'm so sad it's over. I'm like, I'm, I'm not sad. It's over in a like boohoo kind of sense. I'm, I'm like, I was so, I'm so grateful to be able to experience that with you and our friends and to be able to just really immerse ourselves. Uh, I think that's the biggest differentiator that I've noticed between a, a Dave and Tim Mexico experience and then just going to, you know, a regular tour concert show. Yeah, it's like anything, right? You build it up for a long period of time. You wait, you wait, you have countdowns. There's, <laughs> you know, countdown clocks on Instagram now on these things. And then you get there and it just, like I said, it whizzes by. It's a yeah. whirlwind. Uh, but, you know, I try to think of things like, you know, lyrics that, that Dave has sung. Like, mm-hmm. it's precious because it's fleeting. Yeah. Um, and that resonates with with an experience like this. One of the reasons it is so precious is because it is a flash in the pan and then it's gone. And then you're back to the real world and <laughs> uh, looking at uh, a European tour coming up and then a summer tour. So right. there's there's always things to look forward to, but uh, these experiences, uh, I echo Erica's sentiments, just gratitude. You've yeah. been there for it. Uh, hopeful to go back again at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but but overall, a whirlwind is, is the, the theme that yes. I keep coming back to. And, and as we are the Posters in Every Direction podcast, hopefully you guys heard our live from the line. That was our last podcast. Yep. And uh, we had a really great time getting to know people as we were waiting in the line every morning for posters. And this year was a little different than at least for us in our experience the past couple years. Um, you know, we had all of the standard nightlies plus the trip tech. Mm-hmm. But this year they added in a weekender. Yeah. So uh, there was a fourth night of concerts, right? So typically years past, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Dave mm-hmm. and Tim with some openers. This year they added a fourth full-blown concert. Now, yeah. uh, last year they actually had a Thursday night show with Solis mm-hmm. that was pretty epic, but it was sort of at Nazook. It was right, off at stage. Smaller, it wasn't really yeah. like full venue. 
Thursday night they did Jason Isabel at a full venue level. Yep. Uh, you know, drinks everything the whole the whole nine, and Thursday morning, sort of anticipation of that, they opened up the merch lines. Right. Now, you could drop in Thursday morning. You could pick up your Dave and Tim merch mm-hmm. for the weekend. Yep. And they had the weekend poster. The this weekend is, poster. You know, a poster commemorating the entire weekend. It's not specific to any one night. It mm-hmm. sort of encompasses the theme, the overall weekend. Yep. Um, and this one was by Jimbo Phillips. And we've seen his work uh, in in kind of past tours. I think one of the most um, recognizable ones is the one that looks like Mad Magazine. Yeah, he is a skate artist, I think is what he's categorized as. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimbo does some interesting stuff for like skateboard decks. And yes, I think when I see his work, uh, there's a little bit of a Mad Mad Magazine flair and some of it that jumps to mind. He's done mm-hmm. some cool stuff for the Dirty Heads. Mm-hmm. Um, all different artists or all different bands that he's done work for. Yep. He did this one for the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, yeah, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. I think it was last, uh, it was 22. And it was sort of this surfer with these, <laughs> again, kind of like jumping out of his face, eyeballs and uh, octopus. Really unique. And it's a refreshing kind of uh, approach that he has. And I always love it when you look at an artist's work and you're like, I know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think of that when I see Jimbo Phillips stuff. Yep. Uh, I've, I've seen some of it on, like I said, skateboard decks and things like that. And I think it's just like, uh epically cool to put it on the bottom of a skateboard (laughs) or a snowboard or something like that and um i could see you know imagine stefan lassard being very into this i don't (laughs) i don't know if that's true i may have just made that up but yeah um, no it's cool it was it was and i actually thought it was a little bit of a slightly less of a um bold image from him this year um so a little bit more toned down little more accessible i think um you know when you have this volume of prints available i i think that that tends to overwhelm a lot of people but i i like the idea of throwing in the weekend poster because if you are a casual poster collector and you want a you know souvenir from the weekend um it's a great option to have versus feeling like every night you've got to get there and you don't know what poster it's going to be you don't know what the kind of the hype meter is going to be on it. Um, and it, it's just, again, it's a little more accessible um, and for, for you know, Dave and Tim having a nice one-timer just to grab and be, you know, on your wall or um, yeah, it's did, a good thing to have. They did a regular and a, a mm-hmm. foil variant. Yep. Um, and I really did see the foil in line. I thought it was stunning. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of those things that it encapsulates the weekend. It gives you a feeling of, geography where you are uh a feeling of you know mexico a feeling of the beach um and you know sort of this skateboard surfer kind of vibe that that jimbo phillips yeah it was very cool it was it was a really nice um uh print i think you know uh, just to be able to commemorate the weekend it was unexpected because in years past hadn't seen the weekend poster they've had the trip tech but not the weekend. well and even over the last couple um multi-night shows madison square garden had a weekender charlottesville had a weekender which was one of my favorites from methane studios Mm -hmm. um you know i think the gorge did the gorge also have a weekender this past year Uh, they might have they might have it's it's a little unusual i think to have a you know msg did msg definitely did and charlottesville did so maybe it's a fall tour type thing but um but yeah really like that that was added in it was a surprise um and so obviously Mike and I were up early, uh, an unexpectedly earlier on Thursday morning, but we had some merch we wanted to get as well. So we figured let's just go ahead. Um, and, yeah, they and have those uh, sort of, the they sun, call them UV or sun shirts, sun shirts that I wanted to get in my size because I'm a 2X and it sells out super fast. Yep. So alas, uh, planned on being in line three days. We were in line four days <laughs> in the merch. Uh, it was, it was I will tell much. you, it was a bit much. Yeah. Uh, adding that fourth day and not having the, the Thursday to sleep in mm-hmm. um, kind of set a tone for me for the weekend of very little sleep and daily naps, daily necessary siestas. Yes. Well, you know, we were, we were in Mexico, so siestas were a thing. Yes. Um, but that was good because 
kept me from getting french fried you know in the peak of the sun so that's true you know there's always a silver lining really didn't um, feel like i came back looking like i went to mexico for five days we did a good job with sunscreen <laughs> and shade and all that i know stuff, which is which is good yeah beneficial. that's good stuff um well then you know we move into traditional night one of the yes, this is friday friday morning of the, of the weekend and what is really unique also about dave and tim we don't generally see the print image prior to the show now at a lot of the regular shows like we just saw it for innings and we just saw it ahead of time for dave uh matthew's band in vegas mm -hmm. pops up on the internet of maybe an hour or two prior to uh merch and everything opening at dave and tim traditionally you don't see it until you know somebody who's in the line yeah they gets open to merch they open merch at 10 a.m and usually by about 9 45 the mm -hmm. image drops yeah um and and Shout out to the folks that worked the merch. They were uh, so good this year. Down in David Tim, Mexico. They were phenomenal. Yep. And they were really uh, fun, for lack yes. of a better word. They, they they understood that the people there in line are really there because we're passionate about the posters. And mm -hmm. I think they had a good laugh of some of it. Um, but they were interested to hear stories and things like that. And there was a guy at the front of the line. Shout out to Seth, who's a real passionate fellow about getting the number 41 on his prints it's his sort of collecting hobby um and uh, i think everybody had a really good a good time talking to seth and learning about his his story um but overall the staff was really just they were gracious really and wonderful awesome to sort of keep everything under wraps until there was like a moment to do an <laughs> unveiling of the image um yep a couple times they didn't realize we'd already seen it online but it was still fun to watch them kind of keep everything secretive mm -hmm. until it was time to kind of turn the frame around that's right and this year they the had video. them they had them in framed in yes. frames um which was a relief i think <clears throat> in the past you know they usually were like clipping them to those you know little display things yeah if you all have been to a merch booth and you've yeah. seen where they have the binder clips just so as you know if you are like a collector i know it's, it's cringeworthy uh, when because especially, you know, somebody's going to want that last print. Somebody's going to get that one. It's going to be dinged up. And yeah. It um, is what it is. But well, they this, did a great job with framing these instead yep. and keeping them well protected. And this, the other thing that was unique was uh, Playa Luna, who is the, I guess, the organization that puts on the event. Every morning they sent out an email. Now, this was different. The email included who the artist would be. And this dropped about nine o'clock in the morning. So while we were kind of, having speculation of the artist each night at 9 a.m. it was confirmed who the artist was no image but it confirmed who the artist was that's right that's right so night one drops we get the email uh it's pedro carrera who i love uh out of f4d studios and uh, i was really excited when this particular image dropped because it is very reminiscent of my i, I call it my birthday poster um, but it's the August 25th from Irvine, California last year. And the, his style, I really, I per particularly like. Um, I do too. Um, and I, I love that, that Irvine poster. We have that one mm -hmm. in our home. Yep. Um, and this was one that when we heard the artist wrote, oh, this is, this, could this be is really an cool. interesting choice. Mm -hmm. And it could be really, really cool. And, and I, it was. I've got to say it was. Like, yeah. I, I love this poster. I heard. You know, you, you hear people with different critiques and things like that. But I heard majority uh, of people having a very positive reaction oh, yeah. to this poster, particularly in the foil, which mm -hmm. is what we landed. We landed a yes. foil. Um, but it's got a real sort of like Aztec or under the water mm -hmm. uh, mythological feeling to it. That felt like actually very thematic for the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. um, you had these sort of like statuesque characters with water themed um and uh I, I really enjoyed this one one because it was a little reminiscent of his uh one from irvine sort of this medusa in a globe this one was sort of a mermaid or underwater aztecian mayan queen that almost uh was petrified yeah and it reminded me a little even of like you know in moana like the oh the yeah. mother earth kind of uh creature that comes alive at the end um i mean i paid half attention to that movie because our daughter used to watch it all the time <laughs> so it was always on the background but you know what i mean at the end yeah like, sort of like i always thought of it like a mother earth character like she kind of reminds me of that a little bit yeah. but there are these mer people 
Mer, mm-hmm. merman, mer, mermaid, jellyfish around uh, jellyfish it, and seahorses, sea just really cool under the water, under the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, little, little bit of a little mermaid vibe, a little bit, yeah. a little bit of like an Aquaman vibe. Um, the details on this sort of petrified statue were pretty amazing as well. Um, you don't see it as much with the foil. It's a little bit brighter, you know, obviously with the foil and the rainbow colors, but on the standard print, you could really see these almost like how the, the same, I think it, to me, it looks like she's been sand petrified Mm -hmm. and, or a statue under the water and an homage to, you know, an underwater goddess goddess yeah it's just really cool um so i'm i'm very very happy that we have that it was refreshing it was unexpected Mm -hmm. i've not seen a piece like this before i think pedro knocked it out of the park i thought the color choice was brilliant yep it's it's different it's got a a very uh positive feel to Mm -hmm. it um there's not really an ounce you know we've seen the past few years night one sort of being a skull theme which is yeah cool i mean you know i dig a skull poster as much as the next person there were but were there n- there were no skulls no this skulls year. this year but <laughs> this was just a nice choice to kind of go in that opposite direction mm-hmm. to be a very beautiful uh beach theme absolutely theme yep peace loved um, it so really thought it was a neat mm-hmm. way to kick off the weekend yep. and friday night well and then not just that evening was the the first night of the trip tech too Yes, so we that was revealed to us. Uh, we had heard a little bit of scuttle uh, that there was going to be a pretty prolific artist who's done a lot of work for Dave Matthews Band before, mm-hmm. Mr. Jim Mazza. Yeah, uh, was going to be the triptych artist. This this yep, started the week out Thursday. I started to hear rumbling about it, um, and then they reveal panel one of the the three pieces on Friday. And there was an audible "oh shit" yeah. moment <laughs> when it when it came out. <laughs> Triptych's this love and hate relationship. It's I love them. I love the concept. I love putting the puzzle pieces together. Yep. Uh, I I hate for my wallet <laughs> that these are three more pieces that we're we're buying, and there is a foil variant. Correct. And you know what that means. If we're in line and we're there early enough, and we can get the foil, yeah, we're gonna go for the foil, and yeah. we did. Yes. Uh, so we start our journey of assembling the triptych night one, sort of a- another underwater theme, right? With another sort of almost petrified statue looking thing at the bottom. But this is kind of like old man in the sea. This was so what good. I saw this was so good, Mike. For, for night one. Yeah. Um, and there's a little Jim Mazza-esque under the water slash space explorer guy so standing great. on the hat, the head of the... Uh, old man in the sea who's got his you know pipe there and it was just a really cool vibe yes the colors blew me away it's this beautiful greens and teals and very it's like what you can imagine the the ocean looking like in cancun if you guys have flown into mexico around the airport you know as you're flying in the color of the water just absolutely turns into this unreal jewel toned and and jim captured that to a T. It was really, really a beautiful, um, uh, you know, the whole scene comes together amazingly. We can sort of reveal them one by one, but this, uh, this night one was a, a really neat way to, to kick it off again with the, the old man in the sea. Yes. Uh, and we, we will probably do a deep dive of this whole triptych at some point. Yes, we are doing a deep dive. Um, (laughs) but it's a beautiful piece. Loved the regular as much as I loved the foil. It was really um, actually kind of difficult. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the prints this weekend, you know, while we generally are like immediate foil people, um, well, we'll talk about the next one. But, uh, you know, these were these the regular de- decisions to make. I know. And we, we generally don't get both. Um, but uh, it was there was some coin flippage. And, you know, yeah, and I did see a number of people getting both and I can totally understand yeah, why they're different with, with night two. Yeah. So you want to you dive into night two and sure. tell us who our artist friend is. That, um, This isn't so this weekend this is for the Saturday night show now, the Saturday night show night two of Dave and Tim. Yep. Um, This weekend was just let's just say it was a banger artist weekend. Yeah. 
You it know, was. we really had just some phenomenal artists that uh, put some incredible pieces out for us. Um, night two, we had also heard some rumblings of uh, our one of our favorite Ben Kwok. Yep, BioWorks um, Studios. BioWorks Studios. Ben has Ben has over the last few years really become one of my favorite artists out there. Um, in addition to you know not just his work for the sh for the band but um some of his beautiful pieces of of artwork as well yeah. and so we had heard that it was going to be a ben kwok and um sorry our dogs are deciding to play fetch right now in the middle of the podcast hey real life here people um we had heard that it was going to be a ben kwok and night two was the night that they revealed that it was uh ben's piece and another just classic beautiful piece by ben yeah, and Ben um, categorizes this as his, I'm going to destroy this name, <laughs> but it's uh, Quetzalcoatl, uh, mm -hmm. the sort of dragon that is flying around a floating waterfall island. Yeah. And if you've seen Ben's work, if you follow Bioworks Studio, you'll know that um, sort of his signature hallmark or mm -hmm. um, central theme of his style are to do these amazing, like, organic almost biomechanical creatures yep uh, we've reviewed dodo on the podcast we reviewed dreaming, the dreaming tree. tree piece um we have another piece of his from mexico uh, 23 yeah. that i don't know that we've done a deep dive that's one we might need to do at some point um but this being that it's you know the year of the dragon uh mm -hmm. for the chinese new year the Lunar cool. new year, um and being that um there's sort of this uh tropical theme with the floating island and waterfall i just thought this had a really a lot of interesting elements mm -hmm. to it and yes this was one that i really wrestled with because when you see the regular version the non-foil just standard show edition yeah it's a stunning piece and the colors are so vibrant and so bright whereas you know you compare it with a foil and and there's less ink on paper, so to speak. Yep. Um, what I actually really liked is Ben is dropping his AP on this piece and did a little bit more detail on his, uh, I think it was on his Facebook group, um, talking about how he was also inspired by the photos that he had seen of the event space, which was really cool. So if you look on top of the island, there's these palm trees. Mm -hmm. And on our piece, you know, it's very bright. It's very vibrant. And it, if you have been to Dave and Tim, you'll know what I'm talking about is as you're walking from where the food area is to the stage area, there are these brightly lit up, beautiful palm trees. Um, and, and now that I look at that, I'm like, oh, I can totally see that in this piece. Now, full transparency and disclosure, uh, we have not unrolled these yet. Um, so we're going to actually be having a framing party. Met some people in the uh, poster line. And uh, one of them talked about how it's like they, him and his wife do this really cool event after the shows where they come home, everything's unrolling, and then they sort of, you know, have a drink and have a snack and enjoy sort of reliving the experience of getting those posters. So Yeah, before you jump all over us, uh, Eric and I have both been down with some type of cold virus the last two uh, week and a half, yeah. two weeks. So that's that's <laughs> kind of put a little bit of a damper on our our post Mexico party, but that's okay. Um, do you want to shout out because we're probably going to drop this today, Sunday, March 3rd. Yeah. Just to let y'all know that tomorrow, Monday, March 4th at noon, Eastern standard, mm -hmm. 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, Ben Kwok Bioworks is going to drop their AP posters from Cancun. There's going to be a regular edition limited to 75. That is $80 each and a foil limited to 50. That's $150. Um, and he's got $10 domestic shipping. Um, yeah, and these are different colorway as well. If you've um, done these drops in the past, you know this stuff goes instantaneously. But yep. if you're interested in checking out Ben's work, supporting his store, check that out. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. It's a really incredible piece. And his artist edition is different. It is. Um, it's one of those that I'm tempted to try to get the artist edition just to you know somehow side by side it. But then wall space does become a thing. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I probably should just let people who don't have one get it. So here we are full circle sharing that news with y'all to, yes. to feel free to try to uh, get lucky in the drop for, for Bioworks. But really this, uh, I'll just call it, you know, dragon island flying around a floating dragon waterfall island. island. Um, <laughs> this for me was just an absolute stunning. 
I couldn't have imagined this. Like if somebody was like, could you imagine a dragon flying around a waterfall island? Like my mind's eye doesn't have the ability a little to like just avatar, see that. Um, you know, with, with again, with the floating island and these waterfalls yep. streaming from it over the ocean. And as always with Ben's stuff, just the lettering yeah. done ama- amazingly, uh, the, the vibrancy of the colors, the reflective mm-hmm. uh, selection with the rainbow foil, just really yeah. uh, an epic piece. Yeah, so. epic piece. N- then uh, night two of the trip tech, back to the Jim Maza piece. This really, actually was probably my favorite of all the three pieces. Yeah, I thought this was going to be the one that was kind of the the home run for everybody I think it was my favorite of the three pieces. Mm-hmm. It's the centerpiece of the triptych. Yep. And in the underwater sort of sunken society <laughs> uh, view that, that Jim gives us here. Yeah. We have another little space explorer down at the bottom, sort of on the beard of the man that yeah. is under the sea. But then in the in the background, there's a guitar yes. uh, that is weathered, well-loved, well-played, and now sort of resides at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm sort of entrenched in some sand yeah it's, um, so it was as a standalone piece that centerpiece yeah could be your weekend souvenir absolutely for um, sure could have that just stand alone as you know one piece for you know a me- memento yeah but again just starts to really build out that entire mm-hmm. image of the triptych yeah uh again regular and foil versions were available yeah um and just uh really kind of was that it was that piece was like, okay, we're, we're doing this. We're collecting all three. Like, I mean, I knew we were, but <laughs> we, had, was, as you we were, pot, we were as them, you call it, pot committed already. Yeah. Well, that definitely pot commits us once we get two out of the three. Right. Um, but really, as far as triptych goes, I can, I can love them or leave them sometimes. This was one that just really loved it from the moment we saw the first images. So. Um, oh yeah, it again, was stellar work by Jim Moss. Absolutely. Well, we're, our kind of our our journey of poster buying and and uh, picking up things is, is coming towards the end. I think you know you have to also remember we've been to already two nights in a row of Dave and Tim on the beach. We're having a great time. Music up late, dancing, exhausted. You know, night night three or or really Sunday morning in the poster line ten, tends to be a little <coughs> bit of a, of a sleepier morning. Yeah, definitely more caffeine was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, because like Erica had said, we've been through Yeah, Friday night concert, a Saturday night concert. This is now our fourth morning in line <laughs> at the merch mm-hmm. area. Um, and let me tell you, it's also a fun experience to be in merch line because you see some of your, you know, really dear friends. Like yes. shout out to Lucas, Chris. I saw Jill who I met, year one in mexico jay and jerica Jerica are there and we got to meet some new friends you know like david from maryland really cool guy um so just shout out to everybody that we saw online and and just share the experience because i think reflecting now that's really what gets me literally out of bed in the mornings on day two or saturday and day three sunday once i'm exhausted and i've kind of had enough of waking up early or whatnot <laughs> but knowing that we're gonna you know get there and have a bunch of laughs and yeah. have fun and it's just an experience you don't want to miss out on no. and it's like it's like that saying you know it turns out uh not where but who you're with it really matters so i think there's a feeling of that in the poster line with our people for sure um it's it's spending some quality time there during the quiet hours before the pool parties start before the music starts, before the drinks start flowing, things like that. So yeah. cherished and special time. Uh, but we do arrive Sunday after being at concerts on yeah. the beach for two nights in a row. Pretty exhausted. But we're there. Yep. We're bringing it to the people. The reporting <laughs> from boots on the ground, having fun, um, not knowing what we're walking into. I mean, we know there's a trip tech night three gym Mazda. Right. So, so we a, knew at least from there that was going to be what we were going to pick up to to complete the right. the set. But, you know, is the night three poster something that we're really dying to have? Do we need it? Is it going to be something that hangs in our home? Mm-hmm. You know, all signs, question marks at this point. Yep. And we get there. Uh, the email comes out. We learn that the artist is none other than Johnny Dombrowski. Your favorite. Eric loves how I say his name. <laughs> Johnny Dombrowski of the Pittsburgh Dombrowskis. Actually, we probably should reach out to him and be like, where are you actually from? Because right. we're just creating this entire 
online monkeyer of, of who right. you are. And you're this guy from, you know, from and Pittsburgh. It, it causes me to go into a real deep dive of Johnny's work, yeah. finding out that he's going to be doing a Mexico poster because I start thinking, well, what's it going to look like? Well, mm -hmm. you know, the last Johnny Dombrowski that we saw was in Charlottesville, the madman's eyes, yep. which was one again that we didn't pick up in the poster. I did get it in the card format. Um, but then understanding that it's madman's eyes made me love that piece even more. Um, so sometimes it's about seeing something that resonates. Sometimes it's letting it marinate a little mm -hmm. bit, understanding it a little bit better. Right. And you, you get down this sort of path of, of Johnny's work and he's got a lot of very, like, I would call it almost like 40 serial monster, horror, you know, universal monster stuff. kind yeah. of stuff. That's a big piece of his catalog. Mm -hmm. Uh, he does some things like Madman's eyes, which does have a little bit of like a, vincent price vibe to it so mm -hmm. i'd say it fit there yep. but then if you look at the piece that he did for SPAC. spac in 2023 that's sort of like a skeleton riding a horse very different um and again spac being a horse racing venue so you can see that he can tie some stuff into venues yep so this just leaves me with a question mark a head scratcher of what right. are we going to see from johnny dombrowski and then it gets revealed and i'm stunned I'm literally floored, mystified, because it doesn't to me is. feel like one of his pieces. One of his pieces yep. traditionally, it doesn't. You know, like I'm looking, he's done the creature of the Black Lagoon. He's done mm -hmm. stuff like the uh, Robotech anime or the Gundam anime. Uh, he's kind of got a large variety. You know, these sort of like 1930s, 40s action comics looking things. But here, this is almost like a realistic portrait. It of a jungle cat, I think it's a jaguar, jaguar. or a leopard. Or, yeah. Um, in a for me, a very Rocky Balboa feeling, like Eye of the Tiger. Like I see this piece, and Eye of the Tiger just oh. starts to run in my mind. Um, the regular was absolutely beautiful, and Erica and I, we we had a back and forth for a good like ten minutes on that. Yeah, because we were re we were close, being like, maybe we should just get both. I particularly loved the regular version and, yeah. and it was, it was printed uh, mostly with black ink as a framing around it. And the vibrant color of this jungle, um, you know, leaves and bush kind of that this, that this, uh, I'm going to call it Jaguar is coming out of. It, it just, it popped for it, me. It popped. And it's reminiscent of like the, the, the shrubbery around the property mm -hmm. that you would walk around moon palace yeah and you would see that jungle like yep. foil. but then you know then you know they flip over the foil and you're like god damn it <laughs> yeah it's, it was one of those moments and where we landed was uh abf always by the foil you know which is <laughs> yes. I, I just made that up but the foil was so different from the regular piece yes my kind of thought was if we need to go back and buy another one later we will probably be able to obtain the regular much easier than the foil so let's just get the foil now <laughs> lock that up and i'm glad we did because it's spectacular it really the more i've gone back and looked at yeah the, the foil it is quintessential like 80s art for me like like i said i see rocky balboa i saw lisa Apollo frank Creek. on the first one but then when you look at the rainbow um the way that the light hits the rainbow foil. Yep. Still also a little for, for as a, as a child of the eighties, nineties, Lisa Frank yeah. was like the it. There's thing. also that song man eater. Whoa, here she comes. Uh -huh. Right. I see that. I, I hear that a little bit. Singing. You hear no Dave Matthews songs then. No, I really don't hear Dave Matthews. <laughs> when I look at this piece, I hear other influences. Like I said, from the eighties, there was a really bizarre horror movie. Maybe Johnny's seen this one. It was called cat people from the eighties. No. It was literally people, humans that turned into jungle cats that then consumed other humans. It oh. was kind of dark. Yikes. Uh, I see a little <laughs> bit of that in this cat's eyes. So if Johnny Dombrowski was like, yeah, I was heavily influenced by the movie cat people. Number one, I'd be shocked. But number two, I would say you heard it here first, right? <laughs> oh Nobody else is going to draw that corollary. But as I look at the piece, that's just one of those things that jumps out. I'm always out just to me. impressed by the way your brain works, by the way. Well, I'm glad you're impressed. Some people are probably <laughs> terrified. So, um, but this is one of those posters, did not expect it. No, not at when all. When I heard um, Johnny Dombrowski was the artist, I had other images. Like, I yeah. honestly thought, oh, maybe Sunday night is where we get the sort of skeleton vibe. 100%. Like, we didn't do it Friday. We're going to do it right. Sunday instead, or some type of 
spooky vibe. I'll call yeah. it spooky to be. Yeah, no, um, that, but use the, a different word. You talked about this. You know, I don't know if it was the beginning of this episode where we we have and i talked about this before like the voice of an artist you know when you see an artist you're like i know exactly who that is mm -hmm. honestly if you hadn't told me that that was a johnny dombrowski piece I, I would have been like i don't know who this artist is yeah agreed. because it is it is very different than most of the catalog of his work yeah i think i look at um he did one for fish in chicago mm -hmm. it was sort of an under the water fish tank uh record roman by, castle yeah. and i could have seen something like that yeah you know being done for sure but to to go away from the beach theme to go away from the under the water theme that we've and to seen go a into couple the nights, jungle and to go into the jungle aspect of yeah. mexico yep uh and you know a jaguar very pretty cool. pretty cool really mm -hmm. neat choice refreshing yes um Probably i know there's a little bit of a throwback Ben Kwok had done a jungle cat years ago, like in like 17, I think. So it, there's a little bit of history there with it. Yeah. But this one is has an original look. And like I said, um, a realism to mm -hmm. it that yeah. is just really impressive. Oh, for sure. And I know that you had shouted out Ben's doing his AP. Johnny's also going to be doing his AP as well. Yes. Um, and this is actually interesting. He's... So the 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 show edition, like I had mentioned, has Let, a black frame around it. Let's shout that out while we're at it. Yeah. It is uh tuesday march 6th at 12 p.m eastern standard time mm -hmm. um he's going to be doing both the the regular and the foil i believe he's yep. got a rainbow foil variant seen at the show but yep. he'll be also selling his exclusive artist variant of the standards colors right and this one instead of it being a black framed kind of inked uh image his is going to be on almost like a manila color and it it does it changes the it changes it. It's yep. it's amazing. And that's what I love about, you know, if you guys can, you know, there's the aftermarket and, and the, the Facebook groups and the Ebays of the world. But, you know, if you can try to try to support the artists directly through their AP drops. Yep. Um, I know it's really hard and we've talked about this in the past and artists have shared with us how challenging it is with bots and trying to make sure that the actual people who are buying the artwork are the you know, the people who want it, not resellers or bots, you know, that are trying to, you know, make a, but I love Daniel Danger's uh, stories whenever he's trying to just shut it all down. But, um, but yeah, if you guys, you know, take a look at Johnny's um, Instagram and uh, he's got more details specific to how you can pick that AP up on Tuesday, March 6th. Tuesday, March 6th. Again, um, I believe it's mm -hmm. 12 noon Eastern yep. Standard Time. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, not just night threes, Johnny Dombrowski, just banger, uh, was night Jungle three of the, the trip tech from, from Maza, um, this kind of, you know, filled out that, that last. And this was also really cool because a jungle cat, again. another jungle cat, but uh, an underwater, you know, sort of, I, I keep calling it petrified. They're not petrified. It's sort of like a, a statue. statue. Yeah. And, uh, another little oceanic space explorer person i wonder with a if, little light uh, you know this is my brain because we've talked about maza's work and i love that he has consistent characters through a lot of his pieces specifically the ones that we have from madison square garden night two of 22 and then we have our first maza piece which was from our first dave and tim also in 22 with these little like singular eyeball aliens i wonder if the uh helmet of the underwater diver came off would we find that it is one of our little singular eyeball aliens that's a pretty cool thing to imagine it, mm -hmm. it very well could be i think it's an interesting and i don't know if jim means to do this but i think it dovetails in with a lot of dave matthews lyrics and thoughts you know you think of a song like black and bluebird and talking about like how distant the galaxy is mm -hmm. how large expansive and vast uh a song like spaceman you know and these concepts that uh it is precious because it's fleeting yeah someday we're all going to leave here there is this kind of what what do we leave behind for our kids and future generations and uh that theme i think brings the question of if people came from the future or you know i guess it's their yeah. present but they're looking back at what we did or what our society was and you know they're underwater because we had you know ice caps melt or whatever um what do they find what are they exploring and you see this sort of underwater theme of old man and the sea and a broken guitar and 
um, kind of a large jungle cat statue. And um, you kind of start to think, well, if they're at the time and the place where we all kind of gathered at the moon palace and saw Dave mm-hmm. and Tim for a weekend, uh, it, you know, it looks like, looks like a party was had. <laughs> looks like there was some music here. There was a concert. There was some, there was some joy. There was some respect for maybe the land and, and the heritage and the ocean and, the wildlife like the jaguar, some things that we could celebrate out of this beyond um, just kind of the rubble that's left there. I don't know. You that's got just really deep there. Random thoughts as I look at Jim Maz's work here, but <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons I love that piece so much is that it elicits that. I'm it excited to spend a little more time with it once we get it up, get it framed. And um, yeah, I would definitely say put a pin in a deep dive on this particular piece because that is something that we will most likely be doing. In the near future. So to overall recap, y'all, we're talking about four nightly posters. One that's oh for the weekend, one for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a triptych, three pieces. So that's seven with yeah. regular and foil variants of each. So that's a collective 14 on the weekend. Uh, that's a lot of paper to pick up it's if you're buying to pick up. one of each. Yeah. I hope y'all got what you wanted if you were down there. Yep. Uh, if you're still on the hunt or you like any of these pieces. You know, check them out online and, and, if and see you, when they're going to be dropping. Yeah, if you guys were there and you did um, comment on our socials, what was your favorite print of the weekend? Um, I don't know. I mean, if you had to pick one, can you even do that? It's really hard. I've got to say, because every time I look, I'm like, well, I love that one. I really love that I one. Know. I really love that one. I mean, it's really hard to not pick Ben Kwok because Ben's work is always so amazing. That Trip Tech by Jim Mazza, though, to me, just floored me i know um the pedro carrera piece i just felt like this is emblematic of the weekend it just feels like a beach party and mm-hmm. yes yeah, some mermaids are going to show up that's awesome but then just the most unexpected was the johnny dombrowski that, that jungle cat so i it's really hard for me to pick just one <laughs> i can't i love them all well that's that's awesome um that we got to experience all of that and it is it's hard it is hard when you have such memories tied to these posters and the experiences that we had. It is hard to just pick one. It's like picking your favorite. It's like asking asking a parent to pick, you know, who's your favorite child. Well, we had some <laughs> moments we were going to talk about, and we're running a little bit long. Yeah. There's some non-poster affiliate moments. This was hard, too, of like what was your favorite concert-related moment. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. We, yeah. we each had a mutual. We, we had one we both landed on, but. That's right. So we're. So, did you want to did you want to give your personal favorite and then we'll do the mutual or Okay, yeah, you... no. I, I my personal favorite outside of the mutual favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz we decided that we neither one of us was allowed to just pick that one. Right. <laughs> so, y'all that's a uh, marriage tip number number 472. Um so my favorite moment of the shows was when Timmy came out and did his solo, uh, he covered Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes. And I knew it immediately. I'm singing it. And people around me are like, what is this song? What's And I was like, what year were you born? How old are you? It's okay. <laughs> but, but it's okay because then people got it. They picked it up. And then there was this moment where we are all singing In Your Eyes as Timmy's up on the stage just killing it. Yeah, acoustic saw, solo. I think you saw Tim have a moment like yeah. where he realized how into it the crowd was. It was and for so Tim cool. to experience that sing back. It's probably few and far between because yeah. most of the stuff that Tim plays yep. is just music. It's yeah. not lyrics. Oh yeah, and then he like casually is just covering Beethoven in one oh, yeah. of his other solos. I mean, like Tim just—he's a wizard. An, He's an alien, an alien wizard from outer space that has just blessed us with unreasonable unreasonable music to stand there and witness <laughs> the guitar genius that is tim reynolds is something that will go down as a highlight of my life yeah D- to not just have done it you know once or twice but for this to be my my personal 10th dave and tim show mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome um tim never ceases to amaze he yep. is just literally like uh, a guitar stylist yep. all his own I don't think there's ever any been anyone like him, and I don't <laughs> think there ever will be anyone like him. One of a kind. Truly unique. And to see that joy amidst the entire oh, crowd God. as that, that was. It gives me chills just thinking about it, like going it back epic. into my memory bank. So that that was my standout 
performance outside of the mutual standout? If I had to pick one. Yes. And now what was yours? So night one, one, um, I was amazed at how much I was into the opener, Mavis Staples. She is a queen. She is a queen. I mean, I I knew that generally, but live to, to, it just resonates. It hits you something different with live music Mm -hmm. and to be there and see her in her element with her band. uh, It was like going, going to musical church. It was like, (laughs) literally like we're in a spiritual place right now. We're experiencing something as a group of people that's just pure joy and love and oneness and her opening set, uh, Friday night, you know, just getting there, just getting yeah. warmed up, ready for the music, blew the doors off of my mind. Like, I just was like, she's incredible. And uh, I could have gone on listening to her for hours. She was amazing. So then Dave and Tim come out and they start their thing. They open up with uh, with Big Eyed Fish, which was incredible to see Dave and Tim, Big Eyed Fish. Then about halfway through the set, Dave brings Mavis mm-hmm. and Robert, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Rab, out with him yeah. uh, for the wait. <laughs> And this is one of those things like people are like, what do you hope to hear? And I've gotten to the point where, while I have the songs I'm chasing, let you down. um, (laughs) I'm letting go of really, this is what I want because I don't know what I want until I get there and they show me and I'm like, I didn't even know that I wanted that until that happened. And like, I can't believe I just witnessed that. (laughs) This is like legends of music history to see Mavis Staples, and Robert and then Dave and everybody out there for the wait. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there with my jaw literally on the sand. Like this is never going to happen again. Nope. I'm never going to witness this again. This is a once in a lifetime experience. Truly it's musical legendary status. Um, I don't know how else to describe it other than I feel extremely fortunate, grateful and blessed to have uh, been part of that experience. Well, that's, that's also pretty epic. Um, so now that we've sort of just skirted around the the mutual epic moment. Shotgun. Shotgun. So this is night three. It is the opener of yeah. the night. And what I will forever remember, shout out to our friend Steph, to Steph, um, is uh the the little red guitar comes out yeah and steph literally turned around looked at me she's like what is happening right now and i'm like we know what's happening like you know if you if you know dave if, if you, you, know, know, you know his instruments they bring out the little red valette guitar uh it's like a little mini guitar uh it's 12 string instrument it's somewhere between a guitar and a mandolin mm-hmm. if you're unfamiliar dave plays four songs on this that i'm aware of uh he plays um, squirm squirm he plays Shotgun. Does he do Idea of You? He does the Idea of You. And there's one. Oh, uh, Baby, Baby Blue. Blue. Baby mm-hmm. Blue is the fourth. Yep. And so you start the process of elimination for a show opener. Just Dave Squirm, probably not. Could no. be maybe, but probably maybe, not. not. Not Baby Blue. Just that would be Too more sleepy. at the end, right? Like Encore, Dave, Solo, Little Red Guitar, right. Baby Blue makes sense. So those two are out of the box. Um this could be an idea of you moment. It could be, but it just mm-hmm. seemed like it was going to be shotgun. Yeah. And sure enough, you hear this shotgun. first couple of th- and I mean, just the collective energy that, that dropped at that moment when you hear those first little sounds of Dave plucking that little Villette guitar. And it's like, my body's like right now, just even remembering it is just... Uh, I, it's it was my 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 jaw dropped my face melted um i really couldn't process anything else like in that moment other than what was happening and we should mention moment. for listeners we assume maybe too much right um if you're not familiar with shotgun just to give you a recap you know this is a song from the mid 2000s uh never officially released it's been played by the band, the full mm-hmm. band, live up times. until this moment. It had never been played by Dave Solo or Dave and Tim. Yeah. Um, live, at least, yeah. in front of audience. So Unreal. to see Dave alone, yep. Tim hadn't even taken the stage yet, um, break out the little red Villette guitar and sing Shotgun by himself to an audience on the beach. Uh, again, music history. Yeah. Never will there be a first time again. This was the first time. 
and um, pretty, mm -hmm. pretty epic, epic that it occurred. Yeah. Um, I would also give a, a runner-up and shout-out to uh, Trey from Fish coming out for So Damn Lucky and Dodo on that three. That was just epic. Just, I, um, yeah. I love the fact that they didn't even announce Trey. <laughs> he just like, Dave's just playing, he just walks out, sits down at the piano, and just starts playing on So Damn Lucky, and it yeah. was like, Magical. What is happening? Magical. Yeah. See, and that's the, those are the moments I think when people are like, oh, you know, you're going to Dave and Tim, you're going to Mexico, you see them three nights in a row. Like, that just seems like, for, for those of the people who maybe aren't in, in the know, but um, if you're wondering and you are a fan and you've never been to Dave and Tim, these are the moments that are so spectacular that when you experience them. It's like catching is, lightning in a bottle. That's a great, yeah, it's a great. I mean, yeah. it just is. Like, I don't know yeah. how to, the energy is moment so different. Time. It's a moment in time. You kind of are aware or yet unaware, and then you reflect back, and you're like, oh, I may never happened. see that again. Yep. No one may ever see that. That may be a one mm. and done. Yeah. Dave might just say, you know what, shotgun, best best is a full band <laughs> thing. Did it once. I'm good here. Yeah. The, you know, probably not. We'll probably see shotgun again by Dave at some point. Yeah, but um amazing. Well, that... That kind of, you know, was what we want to talk about today. Obviously, go through the posters, share a little bit of our experiences with you guys on Dave and Tim. Um, you know, we just, every time, you know, we come home, I think Mike always asks, he's like, so you want to do that again? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do that again. <laughs> and the planning begins, right? Right. And it's like, all right, let's figure out how to make yeah. it work for next year. Um, but uh, we already saw the last two two nights there was uh Already kick off to 2024 music of Dave Matthews Band. Played in Vegas. Played in uh, the Innings Festival in Tempe, Tempe, Arizona. I think it was in Tempe. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they're getting ready to kick off their European tour. So shout out um, to all our friends in DMB fam who yep. are going over to Europe. Travel safe. Have a great time. We're going to follow along uh, from couch stateside touring. couch tour. <laughs> uh, and we, you know, we'll probably bring periodic updates on what we see in the poster game yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be some bangers that come out of Europe. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, good luck for those folks standing in the merch lines. And um, thanks y'all for tuning in and listening. And we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. You guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day.